Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we're traveling back to the mid ages with Avalon High. Yes. This came out November 12th, 2010. I mentioned it briefly last week, but I enjoy this decom just ahead of time. This is one of the few from this period that I've seen all the way through and that I enjoyed. I didn't watch it when it was on TV, but it got added to Netflix like shortly after it came out. And I watched it then when I was in high school. And back in high school, I liked it. I still like it. I had not seen it all the way through. I was once flipping through the channels and I saw the very end, like <laughs> when everything is revealed. So I knew that going all the way through this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this movie stars Ms. Britt Robertson. Wait, I have to talk about her because I love Britt Robertson. She's, like, one of my favorite actresses. And the funny thing is she's never been in anything that Particularly good. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I just really like her. The first thing I ever saw her in was this movie called Triple Dog, which was, again, on Netflix. <laughs> Wasn't that, I think that was a Lifetime. No, it played on Lifetime at one point. Yeah, well, I, I saw it on Netflix. And I saw it, like, probably in late middle school, early high school. It was so it must have been, like, edgy for Oh, you. yeah, it was. It was so edgy. And she plays, like, kind of, like, the mean, but, like, cool girl. But there's, like, a troubled past. Again, and, I was once flipping through the channels, and I watched, like, five minutes of it. Oh, I loved this movie. I It's on Amazon Prime, and I started re-watching it, but I was like, I don't want to ruin this for my former self if it's not as good, because it's probably not as good as I remember. But I loved it. So that was the first time I had ever seen her. She played Chapin in that movie. Which, Ch- Chapin? Yeah, I'd never heard that name before. <laughs> For good reason. Yeah, and so after that, I was like, wait, I love Britt Robertson. I need to see everything she's in. So I've seen a lot of what she's in. I she, felt that way about Brie Larson the first time yeah. I saw Short Term 12. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was going to say Britt Robertson is like my Brie Larson. Is Brie Larson? But, um, it, she's not in anything as good as Brie Larson is. <laughs> Um, so I would she, say she's not, like, she herself is yeah, not bad. I think she's a good actress. Just gets, I just don't think her, her role. Her agent is just not working for her. Yeah, the role <laughs> she's cast had just not really worked out for her as well. Uh, she was in a short-lived, I think it was CW show called Life Unexpected. I remember seeing commercials for that when I would watch Reba. <laughs> yeah, I tried to watch that because it was on Netflix at one point, but I got bored, so I didn't watch that. She was on The Secret Circle, which was also on the CW. Never watched that. She was in this movie called Ask Me Anything. I don't remember much about it, except she's dating an older man. Mm. I don't know. It seems inappropriate. I think she's like a teenager and she's dating like an old man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, don't do that. Um, She was in a movie called The First Time with Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. I she mean, dated Dylan O'Brien for like six years. Oh, did she? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. That's fun. Fun tidbit I didn't have. Uh, she was on this show called Under the Dome. Under the Dome was on NBC. I think one of those. I feel like it was ABC. Maybe it was ABC. I don't know. It was like an ABC. (laughs) Okay. My mom watched it and I started watching it with her. The first season was so good. Immaculate. Very, very good. After that, it was all downhill. But the first season of Under the Dome, really great. She was one of the main characters. I really liked it. Pretty sure she had like um, diabetes. So it was like a big (laughs) deal because they couldn't get out of the dome. So they only had the insulin that was there. Oh, no. Yeah. What a a great plot point. (laughs) Well, but then she was, like, it was weird, like, aliens or something, I don't know. Uh, She was in Tomorrowland, which I saw, I'm pretty sure, in theaters, and it was okay. It wasn't that that good. Isn't that a movie that's based on a ride? It's, like, a part of Disneyland. Yeah. Or world. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which I just found out literally, like, this, like, in the past few weeks that Pirates of the Caribbean was a ride first before it was a movie. I did not know that. Oh, I thought that was common knowledge. No, I, I think, d- I think that's true. I don't, I'm not for sure. I didn't know that. I don't know. I've never been to Disneyland or World, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brie Robertson was also in Mother's Day, the last of the holiday movies they did. It was pretty good, in my opinion. And then, she was in A Dog's Purpose. She was in A Dog's Purpose. Oh, she was really good in that. She played young Dennis Quaid's girlfriend. Yeah. And the dog brought them back together. It's so good. Um, and then the last (laughs) thing I have, I have, um, dot, 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 girl boss. Yikes. Yeah. I watched that whole series. So did I. Waiting for it to be good, and it never it wasn't. was. <laughs> exactly. It was really I, I was so excited too. I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be her big break." I'm, I'm Britt Roberts. That was whenever fan. I was like, "Yes, girl boss," which I'm not. Girl boss had a different. It was a. Di- it was a different time for the girl boss. It was. Girl boss was not just pyramid schemes at that point. <laughs> no, it was like it was new. It was like you know the white women female yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of people still found it cringy back then but i was too young at the time and again like i said i was waiting i was like yes like i'm ready for this but it was yeah it was a letdown um she was also in scream four (laughs) yeah i didn't write down anything i didn't know (laughs) um and this movie called dan in real life which i've never seen but yeah, I know seen, of. It's a picture with Steve, with Steve Carell on the, the pancakes. pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that picture so many times. Um, but yes, the only I've seen Girl Boss and I've seen A Dog's Purpose, which I feel I feel like I've seen her in so many more things. But maybe I just see her in commercials all the time. Yeah, I mean she just does little things here and there. I feel like. Yeah. Um. Next we have Sir Greg Sulkin. With a terrible American accent in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's not good at hiding his accent. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, he was Mason the werewolf in Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Alex and Mason for life, okay? I'll say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'll... they should have ended up together. I did like Dean. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know if they should have ended up together, but I did like Alex and Dean. I liked Alex and Mason, but maybe that's just because I liked Greg Sulkin. Greg Sulkin <laughs> is a a work of art. It's true. <laughs> um, and the accent too. I mean, with the accent, with the British accent, especially with, when you're like a twelve year old girl watching Disney Channel, and you're like, okay, and you're like a cute guy with a British accent. Mm-hmm. Why do you think One Direction was so popular? <laughs> Um, he is most recently in Marvel's Runaways, which I think is a TV show. Um, he was in Faking It, which I, I think was on MTV. Yes, it was. I watched it. It was about this couple, not a couple, it was these girls who were, like, pretending to be gay for some reason. Everyone thought they were. I don't really remember. They were, like, hiding. One of them wasn't out. I don't remember the whole thing, but I watched it. And I don't remember him being in this at all, but I'm pretty sure he was one of the main characters. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, and he also played Ezra's brother in Pretty Little Liars. I again, I recently went back and watched all of Pretty Little Liars. I don't remember him being in it. He was only in it for a couple episodes. I think he there like he went had to a, stir shit up. Had a yeah a plot to like try and move in on Arya, which would have been much more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and fun fact, he dated Bella Thorne. Oh, yeah, I did know that. Before she was like, mm, Bella Thorne. Yeah, I knew that. Before she was bitch on Bella Thorne. <laughs> um, next we have 
Devin Gray, who I recognized from Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. I was looking through this thing and I was like, why does he look familiar? I don't it's remember just any of Merry Christmas, I Drake know. and Josh. It took he, me so long. He played the oldest brother of the Foster family, Luke. Luke, he's the one where during 12 Days of Christmas, uh, the one kid went, eek, sleep, got sleep, sleep, and they went, six, he's delay, and they all go, Luke, 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 and then he goes, five gold rings. <laughs> we watched Merry Christmas Drake and Josh this December because gotta bring back a classic. Sleek, he got sleep, sleep. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Top tier comedy. <laughs> Um, he also played young Dexter in Dexter, if you watch that. That's for Abby. <laughs> Great. Abby watched Dexter. Um, there's Molly C. Quinn, who played Jen. Uh, she was in Doctor Sleep, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I do not remember her from either of these. Uh, the television show Castle, where... That's what I recognized her from. She was series regular. She was the daughter of the main guy, I'm pretty sure. I can't tell you a single thing about Castle, but my mom used to watch it, so I'd be, like, doing homework and it'd be on TV. Because I, I looked at it, and I was like, she looks so familiar, and that's all that she was in that I had seen. Uh, she was also in We Are the Millers. I've seen that movie many times, but I don't remember her from it. Um, and she's also a regular voice for the character of Bloom in Winx Club. Yeah, half of her discar- or half of yeah. her filmography <laughs> is Winx. Good for you, girl. Get that money. <laughs> I agree. Um, Steve Valentine, who plays Mr. Moore, we saw him in Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, he was the magician. And then lastly, we have Don Lake, who played Allie's father. He's one of those guys who's been in, like, one episode of everything. Um, it said he was a voice actor in Clifford. I don't know. Who he played, though. And I really wish they would have said. That's funny. Like, he um, just made the dog noises. I mean, they talk. Well, I know, but what if that's who he was? They didn't list him as dog noises. It just said voice. Um, he's been in Murphy Brown, Golden Girls, Terminator 2, Blossom, Beethoven 2nd, Ellen, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Waiting for Guffman, The Wild Thornberries, Best in Show, Pepper Ann, Rugrats, Scythe, Modern Family, How I Met Your Mother, Zootopia, and NCIS, among others. Um, so if you don't know, this movie is about King Arthur, the legend, and I wondered, why do we, do I just, like, know King Arthur? <laughs> I know, like, little tidbits, but I, like, never learned it in school, so I don't I know, like, it all of it. like, seventh or eighth grade literature. Like, we read, like, a King Arthur story, but, um, so, like, there's... Like, it, it stems from, like, a real guy, but then there's, like, all this legend that just sort of got passed down from the stories and myths around him. So there's, like, a million book stories and poems, whatever. Um, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Yes. Um, but then, like, I wrote down, like, some of the things, like, we might know from, like, recent times. Like, I'm pretty sure, I th- I'm pretty positive I watched Sword in the Stone. Oh, yeah, and that I watched might that growing be up. how I know, like, initially know King Arthur. Yeah. So, like, when I got to eighth grade, I was like, oh, yes, I, like, heard of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the movie and movie, or the movie and the Broadway musical Camelot, uh, which Julie Andrews was in the original Broadway pa- cast. And then there's Spamalot, uh, which is a musical, but that was based on Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which was a movie from the British comedy troupe Monty Python. Uh, which is also sort of rooted in King Arthur. There's a movie from 1981 called Excalibur that had Helen Mirren in it. Um, <clears throat> there's an action movie from 2017. Uh, King Arthur was mentioned in... It was a character in Shrek the Third, played by Justin Timberlake. 
Um, and most recently, there was a movie titled The Sword and the Scoob from this year, where it was Scooby-Doo, and they have a King Arthur mystery. There was this trailer for a King Arthur movie, like, a couple years ago, maybe. Yeah, that's the action movie that played in the theaters all the time. With the kids? Oh, no. No, there were these kids, and it was, like, King Arthur, and I think because of this movie, like I said, I've never, like, heard the, um, like, King Arthur story before, but because of this movie, I was interested, or, yeah, because of Avalon High, I wanted to see the one where the kids are, like, King Arthur and the Knights. I don't remember what it's called, but I do not know what that is. We saw trailers for it, but I can't remember <laughs> at this point. Well, shall we begin? Yeah. All right, so we begin with uh, a scene of these knights on riding horses on a beach, and they're dressed in, like, knight, like, medieval armor. Yeah, they're, so we cut back between, like, these two, like, groups of horses and knights, and they're running towards each other, and we see that this knight gets knocked off the horse, um, and... We see Allie, which is the main character, but then she wakes up and she rolled out of bed. So that was just a dream. Yes, she woke up on her bedroom floor. She fell out of bed, which made me think of the last time I vividly remember falling out of bed. <laughs> I was in second grade. I was having this really weird dream about a series of unfortunate events, the movie. And then, like, all of a sudden, my dream changed into me like walking to my school cafeteria and then I tripped and I fell like face first into my lunch tray and that's when I fell out of my bed and I hit my head on my remote control car. Fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> then the mom walks in and she's like yeah I'm falling out of bed since you were a kid. Did you ever have like a gate on your bed? <laughs> in college whenever I was having seizures my mom made me get a little like baby thing so I didn't fall off of my like lofted bed but not like a gate it was like a no, little yeah. it was, inflatable like, thing. Oh no I had like a little like plastic my bed was never high enough from the ground that it would have been an issue if I fell off. I mean, like, mine wasn't really college. either, but I guess I was, like, four years, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, mom so rushes in. Mom tells her to start unpacking. They've just moved. She's like, we're going to Avalon High. Uh, mom leaves the room, and then Allie looks at the, like, pamphlet for Avalon High, and she crumples up the track and field flyer. And she's um, like, what's the point? I wanted to point out that I've definitely heard the name Avalon, but I have to look it up. Avalon is, like, the island where King Arthur lived. <laughs> and Camelot is the name of the castle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Allie goes downstairs for breakfast, and she brings up the knights again. Because Mom comes in and says something about the knights. She brings up knights again, and her, because her parents are professors of medieval literature. Specifically specializing in King Arthur. Yeah, so this is all they talk about all the time, apparently. Allie says that all they ever talk, yeah, all their talk is infiltrating her dreams. And she says, like, oh, yeah, I've been dreaming about nights again. And mom and dad, um, oh, they just tell her to, like, unpack again. But Allie's like, what's the point? We're just going to move anyway. And they're like, well, we're going to be here for three years this time. We signed a contract. And Apparently so college professors move around a lot. Do they not get that long of contracts? Do they have to keep moving? <laughs> I think they may have been looking for King Arthur. Well, okay, well, that's revealed later. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, they get there, and Allie's really excited now because, like, earlier she didn't want to try out for the track team because she knew she wasn't going to be there very long. But she's like, oh, my God, I can make friends now. Apparently it's not worth it to make friends for just a year. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and she'll be there through graduation. So it's, like, enough time to get comfortable and uh, make yourself at home. So Allie decides to go for a run. She stops at a water fountain at in the park at the same time as a cute boy who's also out for a run. 
she watches him take a drink, and then she, like, has this vision of herself in armor, like, filling up, like, the Holy Grail from, like, in a waterfall, and then offering it to the boy who's also in armor. Yeah, but this is all just in her head. The boy has no idea this is happening. Yeah, and then she just runs away. I need to talk about how she runs. Yeah, she's not a good runner. (laughs) She, oh, it looks so unnatural. When she jogs, it looks natural. When she's trying to be really fast, it does not. She runs, like, she's pumping her arms so hard, and her fists are so tightly clenched. Oh, I thought it was the legs. The legs were also weird. The legs are also weird. It looks like she's, like, trying to do, like, high knees. But with, like, a bent back. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. (laughs) It made me so angry that her fists were clenched because that's so, like, against what you're supposed to do. It, like, causes, it, like, makes you lose more energy quicker and it's just uncomfortable. I mean, no one ever told me not to clench my fists when I No one ever told me either, but, like, if you're running, why would you clench your fists? That just seems so unnatural. I don't know. Why are you running in the first place? Because I was playing sports. (laughs) But she's just running to run. Yeah, like, have you ever seen, a tr- like, a person running track holding, like, cl- clenching their fists? I've never paid that close of attention. Well, you don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I ran track and field. I was an athlete in high school. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you didn't clench your fists. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyway, Allie, like, gets freaked out by her vision and flustered from meeting a cute boy and runs away. Yeah. Um, so, the next day, Mom drops Allie off for her first day at school, which literally looks like a castle. Their mascot is the Knights. Um, and before she leaves, Allie tells Mom that she's gonna try out for track after school. Um, so Allie walks in, and she watches this bully named Marco try to take Miles' locker away from him. But Will comes up and tries to stop him. And after staring at him for a long time, Marco backs off. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Will see- oh, we learned that Marco is Will's stepbrother. And Will sees Allie in the hallway and recognizes her, so he goes to say hi and introduce himself. He, we learn he's the high school quarterback, um, and his girlfriend comes over and also greets Will and introduces herself to Allie. Um, Allie is, like, visibly disappointed because she (laughs) sees that, uh, this cute guy has a girlfriend. Um, Will also introduces Allie to his best friend Lance, and Lance (laughs) says, have you met Jen? She's the coolest chick in school! Yeah, well, like, from the very beginning, they're all, like, have their arms around each other, and they're like, we're best friends, but it's like, no, from the very beginning, we can already see there's something it's weird very going weird. on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're like, hey, Allie, come to class with us. Yeah, so. so they all walk together to European history, where the teacher is Mr. Moore. Um, and so, Will walks into class, and Mr. Moore says, Will, you're the class president, homecoming king, smart and polite. Yeah, (laughs) like, for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) And then he says, you're gonna lead us to state. And then a couple guys in the class go, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Again, it's, like, lines like these that make me so angry, because I feel like they undervalue the intelligence of of the children that this movie is meant for. Like, they, children, when watching movies, can pick up things without you specifically, like, explicitly writing it out in the dialogue. They're just being lazy and trying to make sure that it's clear. (laughs) Show, don't tell! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so Allie walks into class, and whenever she picks up her book, she laughs, and the teacher's like, oh, what's funny? And she's like, my parents wrote this. And so they all laugh. And then somebody in the class is like, this is going to be easy for you. It's pointless. I don't know. 
Um, Allie sits down next to Miles and introduces himself, and Miles is like, um, I saw you talking with the popular kids, don't ruin your social standing by talking to me, and Allie <laughs> takes this as a challenge. She says, you want to fucking bet? Yeah, she's I like, will be your friend. She said, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we learned that on the first day, they have group projects. Yeah, uh, Mr. Moore assigns group research papers, which I feel like is such a horrible idea. Like, well, trying to write a research paper with another person. <laughs> and he assigned the group t- groups himself. They couldn't pick who they were with. And he assigns the top, or they pick a topic out of the hat. Yeah, they pick the topic out of the hat, and then they show the piece of paper to Mr. Moore for him to read aloud. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jen, Will's girlfriend, and Lance get paired together, and they will write about the love triangle between King Arthur, uh, Queen Gen- Guinevere, and Arthur's best friend Lancelot, which destroyed Arthur and Camelot. Hmm. Wow. Things are already making parallels. Yeah. Um, Allie and Miles are partners, and they are going to write about the Order of the Bear. Which I looked up is not real. <laughs> it's not, like, a thing in legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so we see Miles, win- Miles wince really quickly, um, and then he has, like, a little clip of Allie, uh, at track practice, and so he tells her, like, hey, make sure your shoes are tied. And she's like, I'm not wearing tie shoes. And he's like, well, later. And she, he won't explain, like, why he said that. Yeah, so then we literally cut to that scene. Allie is at track tryouts, and she trips over her shoes. Um, and whenever she, like, looks up, she sees Miles in the stands. Like, shaking like, his head. <laughs> yeah, just, like, sitting there watching her, waiting for her to trip. <laughs> yeah. Allie um, is so caught up watching the football team practice, and she sees them as knights again. It's, like, again, one of those visions where, like, they're all football players, but then the next second they're knights, and they're, like, armor and everything. It's like a flash. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, she misses the uh, pistol that starts the track race, but it doesn't matter because she runs faster than everyone. Yeah, and, she ends up in first. Which, like, there's no reason for her, ex- like, extraordinary athletic ability. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Will watches Allie go from first to last, and he's impressed. Yeah. Allie tells mom and dad that, um, she, like, almost broke the school record, and she's really happy about where she is. She feels like she's where she's meant to be. She's already made friends. And so, they ask if she has a crush, and she's like, I don't need to tell you that, and then Miles knocks on the door. Every single, (laughs) like, scene where the parents talk is so pointless, unless they're, like, explaining Arthurian legend. Yeah, so Miles is at the door, and he's like, we need to start working on the paper the first day it's assigned. He says, I wrote this down, he said, I always do my assignments in half the time I'm allotted to prove I'm better than everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny. Um, so they're looking through mom and dad's books because they have a bunch of King Arthur stuff, but they can't find anything on the Order of the Bear. So instead of using the internet in 2010, like, you could. Well, yeah, and Miles, like, three times asked Allie, like, why don't we just ask your parents? And she's like, oh my god, they'll never stop talking. But after he asked, like, a third time, she's like, okay, we can ask them. Yeah, but before this, Miles, uh, like, winces again. Like, sort of like he's in pain, like he's, like, having a migraine. Um, and he says, do you have any ice? So Allie goes to get ice, and as she's going, she, like, bumps her foot on the wall, and Miles gives the ice to her. It's very, like, That's So Raven-y, where it's, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Um, at one point, Miles also, he's just like, I wonder what they ate in Camelot, and Allie answers, like, right off the top of her head, she's like, oh, I didn't even realize that I knew that. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, so whenever they go to ask mom and dad about the Order of the Bear, mom picks this book out of, like, a <laughs> secret compartment. It's literally, like, in the, like, in their, um, bookshelf, there's, like, a secret hidden compartment in the back, and then takes, like, a cloth bag that's holding this secret book. Yeah, so mom <laughs> picks, it, picks up this book, and she starts talking about it, and it's this ancient organization that believes that King Arthur will be reincarnated and when the world needs him most, and he will bring back Camelot. I put a note here, and I said, so just Christianity? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, but <laughs> this movie's just... Oh, I forgot to mention, this movie's based on a book. Oh. Um, it's like a middle grade book. It's by Meg Cabot. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that at the beginning. Um... <laughs> Did you know that her name is, it's short for Megan, but it's spelled M-E-G-G-I-N. I've never seen Megan spelled like that, It's no. fucking weird. She wrote yeah. The Princess Diaries, if you didn't know, and this book. I read another one of her books. It was not good. I <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the order, order searches for the next Arthur in every generation because they have to find it before the reincarnated Mordred does to destroy him. Mordred is King Arthur's nemesis that's uh, true to legend but i had never heard of it yeah i I wanted to say that in case you didn't know who mordred is because i didn't (laughs) until they explained it so if arthur isn't found and mordred finds him he will send them back to the dark ages he will destroy arthur forever send them back to the dark ages um so that night ali is said arthur is supposed to bring the world into a new age of enlightenment yeah um after they like learn about that we just cut to ali in her room reading from this book uh, that her parents showed her, and she sees Camelot looks a lot like Avalon High, like exactly the same. Uh, so then after, so then we cut to school the next day. After class, Allie goes up to Mr. Moore, and she's like, he stops her to ask her, like, oh, what do you think of the prophecy? And Allie's like, I don't know, it seems far-fetched, but Mr. Moore was basically like, oh, I believe it. Um, and then she's like, oh yeah, my parents have, like, this book about the Order, and Mr. Moore is like, oh, you're lucky to read that book firsthand, like, I'd love to read it, and Allie's like, I can bring it if you want, and he's like, oh no, oh no, you don't have to do that. Um, um, so Allie and Miles go into the hallway to start walking to the cafeteria, but Allie turns around and catches Lance and Jen flirting in the hallway. Yeah, they're, like, canoodling in the hallway, and then Battlefield by Jordan Sparks starts Battlefield playing. Battlefield by Jordan Sparks! I think they spent so much money on this song that they didn't hire quality writers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. It's 2010, Battlefield? Ooh. Oh, in 2021, this song came on, and I was like, this is a fucking timeless jam. But also, this seems like such a random place to have this song. So we have, like, yeah. a little montage. She sees them. And then she just goes running while Battlefield plays. Yeah. Because love is a battlefield. But but she's not in love with anyone. <laughs> this isn't, like, this You better be- go and get your armor. Yeah. This should have played during the final fight. Yeah, I don't know why. You better go and get your... I'm gonna get copyrighted. (laughs) Yeah. But, so she's running, and her hat blows off. She has to go find it, and in the middle of the woods, Will is just, like, sitting at the base of a tree. It's barely the middle of the woods. It's, like, right off the side of the road. (laughs) Well, there's a bunch of trees. Um, so Allie goes over, he, like, catches her hat, and she's like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, He's like, scene goes on for way too long. like, I'm just thinking, and he invites her to stay, they talk about nature, and Allie says that he's not the typical football player. You're not like most guys. Because I love the forest. <laughs> well, yeah, Will says that that's all anyone knows about him is football. I'm and just the basketball boy. Well, he says he used to love football, but there's no, there's all this pressure this year, he has to get a scholarship to go to college, 
Allie says that he's a great athlete and that he can just embrace the pressure. And she's like, uh, here's a pep talk. Remember how victory feels and just know that it'll happen again. And everything happens for a reason. And Will's like, wow, you're so smart. He gets a call from Jen. Um, and ignores it. Yeah, he ignores it. And, and then Allie invites him over for dinner. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so they're all sitting at the dinner table. And, again, they're like, Will, homecoming king, class president, star quarterback. And Mom starts quoting a King Arthur poem. Yeah. Like, in relation to Will. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... So dad is like over like trying to grill the burgers and mom. So there's there's a salad on the table at the end of the table. And then there's a bowl of leafy lettuce. So mom takes these like salad tossers, whatever they're called, the like, tongs, tongs, the fork things. And she goes, would you like some lettuce? And there's nothing on their plates. She's just like, would you like some? And there's a salad over on the other side. Maybe the lettuce was supposed to be for the burgers. They didn't have burgers yet. Dad set the burgers on fire. Not yet. Why would she offer the lettuce when there's no burgers yet? I don't know. She's just like, would you like some lettuce? She's frazzled being in (laughs) the presence of Will. Um, so after dinner, Mom and Dad watch Allie walk Will to his car. Um, Willie, Willie. (laughs) Will invites Allie to a party after the football game. And that's when Jen calls him again, and he leaves. So at the football game, Allie is sitting next to Miles. Uh, they win, and from the field, Will looks up at Allie in the stands. It's very short. Uh, they arrive at the party, um, where <laughs> Marco and his thugs put fake bugs in the food. Yeah, everyone screams. <laughs> just, so Will confronts him by staring at him again, and they leave. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Will apologizes to Allie about Marco and says... Specifically oh, Allie. Like, yeah. not to everyone. Just <laughs> Allie her. was not by the food at all. Yeah. He's just like, oh, like, he's mad because his dad died five years ago and now he's my brother. And Allie's like, he's just jealous of you because you're perfect. <laughs> Essentially. And um, Will thanks her. He's like, thanks for your great advice. That's why we won the game. Uh, Will goes to find Jen. Uh, but that's whenever Miles has another vision and tells Will, he's like, you're going to be okay. And, and so, Miles is like, no, you're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, Allie goes to the bathroom. She, well, yeah. she asks Miles again, like, what was that? Like, what are you doing? But he, again, deflects. So she goes to find the bathroom. Uh, she goes into somebody's bedroom. I'm assuming Will's. And she sees, like, something that's sitting like there. Like a Burger King plastic crown. Yeah, <laughs> but then it turns into, like, the real crown of, like, King Arthur. Uh, so then she's looking for the like bathroom. her vision. Yeah. <laughs> So she's looking for, for the bathroom. She sees Jen and Lance again. This time they're, like, actually kissing. So she goes to, like, run away. Jen and Lance, like, follow her, trying to talk to her. Uh, Jen finds her, and she's like, hey, don't tell Will. Like, we really don't want to hurt Will, but we've all been best friends forever, and I love both of them. I don't want to hurt him. <laughs> she's like, it's like Camelot. We can't hurt Will when he's under so much pressure, or else it'll destroy him. And he'll lose all the strength to go on. <laughs> Have you ever, like... <laughs> Like, I know we've talked about, like, things that we've learned in class, like, sort of, like, joking around, but have you ever been like, oh, this is just, like, what we're learning about in class? No, I don't <laughs> think I have. Like, when we make jokes about, like, putting our head in the oven. <laughs> um, or, I like, love... creeping along the yes, yellow Yes, I love, there's so many jokes about, uh, <laughs> the yellow wallpaper on, like, Twitter and TikTok. Creep, 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 creep. Exactly. <laughs> like, the one about, like, not having a hot girl summer, having a Victorian girl slow descent into madness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Allie says she'll consider not yeah, telling like, Will. Yeah, she's like, I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miles, oh yeah, Miles catch up with, catches up with her, and she and he's like, so are you gonna tell him? And Allie's like, how did, what, what are you talking about? She's And he's like, about Jen and Lance. And I was like, how'd you know that? And he's just like, I had a feeling. Yeah. Will watches Allie leave. He looks kind of disappointed. So at school, Will finds Allie the next day, and he's like, hey, why did you leave so early? Like, I did I do something wrong? And she's like, no, I just felt sick. And then she goes to class. So Allie brought in the Order of the Bear book into school. She said that her parents said it was fine as long as Mr. Moore brings it back, as long as she brings it back home tonight. So in class, instead of teaching, he just reads the book as they watch a movie. And then he goes over to Allie. During during this movie, Marco is just glaring at Allie from across the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mr. Moore goes up to Allie during the movie. He's like, oh, thanks for letting me read this. Um, and he, and Allie's like, oh, like, if you ever want to talk to my parents, like, let me know. I'm sure you guys will get along great. Yeah. Um, so at, after class, Marco shows up at Allie's locker, and he knows about uh, Lance and Jen, um, and he tells her not to say anything. He's overly aggressive for no reason. Yeah, Allie no, he literally, literally, like, he literally says, don't say anything, and she's like, I wasn't planning on it, and then he goes, keep your mouth shut, and stay out of my way, or else. And then he slams the locker and walks away. And she's like, I wasn't planning on it! <laughs> <laughs> Again, who wrote this? <laughs> she's like, there could have been some reservations. She's like, I literally, like, uh, like, said I wasn't gonna do it, why are you so... <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> yeah, so Will and Allie, again, like, run into each other while running. Um, and Will is like, why are you avoiding me? And Allie's like, oh, like, it's nothing you did. I just, like, got a lot on my mind. So they go running together, and he picks up a flower. They run and- five miles. They're not out of breath at all. She's never sweaty in this movie. <laughs> they Ever. Ran, they ran five miles. Never out of breath. And they're sweatsuits. <laughs> and then Will just casually picks up a flower and gives it to her. And then they Even sit. Chad Michael Murray in a Cinderella story, was sweaty, and he was the quarterback, and in football, the quarterback just stands there and throws the ball. (laughs) I want realistic sweat! (laughs) Yeah, uh, Will gives her a flower, and they go and sit in the tree, they talk again, and Will's like, oh, it's so easy to talk to you, it's like we're friends before we even met. (laughs) So Allie says she wants to be a lawyer because she doesn't like line cutters, and- She doesn't like people who break rules. And Will says he wants to be president. (laughs) Yeah, checks like, out. Oh God, like, these two scenes where they're just, like, sitting in the tree, it's so awful <laughs> to watch. I hate it so much. Yeah, so we cut to the next football game. Miles- um, the I want to point out that the cheerleaders, the cheer that they're um, doing, they say, we're number one, you're number two, we're gonna beat the socks off you. They can't even say the whoops. Or, yeah, we're gonna beat the whoops. All right, and it's not even the right cheer. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, my name's Elizabeth, and you know what I got. That's a softball cheer. It's different than cheerleader I cheers. Guess. Um, So in the stands, Miles uh, gets a vision, basically. Like, it's, he's like, that's a mm-hmm. Um, And he says, oh, that's gonna hurt. And right after he says that, Will gets sacked because Lance didn't block him because he was looking at Jen. Yeah, I... This makes me so mad because football is very dangerous. Like, full tackle football is very dangerous. And... Whenever Will is, like, mad at Lance after this scene, he's like, what were you doing? Like, why did you not block me? Lance is just like, I'm sorry. I guess I'm an awful friend and you hate me. (laughs) And Will's like, I just wanted you to do your job. (laughs) And then Will 
Lance acts like he has no right to be mad when it's literally, like, his job on the team to do that. And he can get very, like, seriously injured by not doing his job. Yeah, I don't understand why the quarterbacks are always the stars. I mean, like, I guess they, like, throw the ball, but the other guys are, like, getting concussions. (laughs) Yeah. And then the other guys have to, like, make sure they catch it and then run into the touchdown. It's a team effort. It's not just the quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Allie waits for Will after the game because he's all upset that they lost and everything's going on. now the Knights have to beat the undefeated Dragons to make it to state. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Allie, Will's just sitting alone on the empty field. Yeah, he's like, why did let let me, why did Lance let me get tackled? And Allie's like, well, actually, but that's whenever Marco shows up and he's like, hey, step bro, you're giving me a ride. Bye, Allie, fuck you. Yeah, so Miles arrives at Allie's house, and he's like, you need help. Um, Allie asks, finally asks, like, how he knows that things are going to happen before he ha- before they happen. And Miles is like, no, like, I don't want to say anything. Like, I'm already weird enough, and this is a secret that I've been trying to keep. So Allie gives, like, another one of her little speeches, and she encourages him to tell her. Um, and he explains that, like, since he's a kid, he's been got, he's been getting these, like, small, like, little visions of, like, what's gonna happen before they happen, but they've gotten stronger and more painful in recent years. Um, he's like, I came over here because I saw myself reading a secret page from the journal that we missed. So they go, um, like, unearth the page that was, like, stuck to another page, uh, in the Order of the Bear journal. And it says, the king returns anew at the meeting of the moon's shadowing and a million falling stars, which means an eclipse and a meteor shower that happens on the same night, which is only once every thousand years, but is also happening next Friday night, the night of the big game. Oh no. Arthur is coming back, but beware of Mordred. So they go to ask- And Mordred is Arthur's half-brother, by the way. (laughs) Um, in- I looked it up because I was reading the Wikipedia page, Mordred is both Arthur's nephew and his son. What? (laughs) <laughs> um. um so they go to ask dad like hypothetically in modern times how would mordred destroy arthur um and they're basically like he would destroy like everything in arthur's world and his will to go on um and he did that uh originally um the original king arthur was arthur, uh mordred told arthur that his wife queen guinevere was in love with his best friend lancelot so Allie t- tells her parents, they're like, guys, Will is the reincarnation of King Arthur. Yeah. And they're like, we know. Yeah, mom's <laughs> like, yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, that's why they moved there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, they moved there because of the prophecy, um, but they won't know that Will is King Arthur for sure until he wields Excalibur. And it turns out that any sword in Arthur's hand magically becomes Excalibur, which I thought... We know it's Arthur because he pulled the sword out of the stone, but whatever. Um, also, I'd just like to mention that Excalibur is a ride at Six Flags St. Louis, and it's all I can think about every time they say Excalibur over and over again. It was a, like, challenge in backyard skateboarding, and that's all I can think of! <laughs> <laughs> I never went on the Excalibur ride because you just spin the entire time, and that would make me throw up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with this. Any sword just magically becomes Excalibur. I think that's fun. I like it better that Arthur pulls the sword out of, he's young, like Thor. He can only pick up his hammer. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, Dad is, Dad this whole time has been like, I'm kind of wary of the prophecy, but Mom is a 100% believer. Yeah. And they're, uh, and Dad's like, well, Will, just, Will doesn't have like an evil stepbrother, does he? And they're like, uh, yeah, he does. So Dad's like, 
oh, okay, this is legit. Yeah, Allie keeps saying, like, we need to tell Will everything so he can prepare. But they're like, well, we don't want to freak him out. And I'm like, you should tell him. Yeah, well, she's like, oh, like, uh, Marco wants to be the one to ruin Will's life with this, like, big secret, like, at the final minute to, yeah. like, make him give up on everything. And that's why he's been putting off, he wants, he doesn't want Allie to tell him. Yeah, well, and that's why Allie's like, I should tell him, so we can't do that. But they keep telling her not to. Um, and so then Miles falls to the ground in pain. And all he sees is Excalibur. Yeah. Um, and Allie's like, well, if Will is Arthur, then, like, you're probably Merlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to class the next day. They're having their final King Arthur test. And uh, Mr. Moore, like, hands out the test. He walks over and he sees a piece of paper on the bottom of Will's shoe. And he's like, that's a cheat sheet. Will's like, I don't know how this happened. Like, I did not put it there, whatever. But Mr. Moore's like, because you're so amazing. Yeah. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so after class, um, Allie, Allie accuses Mar Marco of planting the cheat sheet. Marco's like, you don't know what you're talking about, and walks away. Yeah, so at practice, the rest of the team makes fun of Will for having a cheat sheet on his shoe. Like, bitch, like, don't act like you've never done it. <laughs> well, yeah, and then, so practice starts, and a kid purposely throws a football at one of the runners on the track, and Will's Wait, like, <laughs> hey, dude, what the fuck? I was thinking about, um... Do you remember that episode of Ned's Declassified where they had a guide episode on how to, like, write notes to each other? And one of them was to have, like, sticky notes on the bottom of your shoe and you just keep, like, ripping them off, like, to, to show your message. No. Oh, that's what this made me think of. <laughs> Don't remember that episode. cheat sheet was very fucking obvious. Like, be more discreet, Will. Well, he didn't put it there. <laughs> he really didn't cheat. I know he didn't, but... Yeah. The whole point was that it was obvious. Um... Yeah, at practice, this kid purposely throws a football at one of the runners, and Will's like, hey, dude, what the hell? Go apologize. And he's and this guy's like, I'm tired of you, Will. You think that you're in charge because you're the captain, but fuck you. He's like, I am in charge. <laughs> I am the captain. made me captain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm the captain now. Uh, Allie finds Will first angrily doing push-ups on campus. Yeah. Um, she tells him that it was good what he did. Uh, trying to make that guy apologize. Mr. Moore is, like, watching the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And she sort of, like, gives him another, like, pep talk again. And Will sees Jeb and leaves, but tells Allie that they need to talk later. Well, he's like, there's something I have to say to Jen or something. Yeah, so... so Allie runs into Mr. Moore, like, runs into him. So she picks up his books. And then she just starts confiding in him. Like, telling him <laughs> literally everything. She's like, listen, Will is the re reincarnation of King Arthur. And he's like, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, will you help protect him from Mordred? And Mr. Moore says, yes, Marco won't stand in anyone's way. Mm -hmm. So it's chemistry class. This scene is so stupid. Miles gets a vision, and he says that Will's beaker has been tampered with. And the teacher is like, um, no, I filled them up myself, idiot. <laughs> well, yeah, so everyone laughs. Uh, but whenever Allie pours her solution, it explodes. Like, it turns black and explodes. Like, shatters the glass. Yeah. Um, so, Marco goes over, and he, t he tells Allie that when you get too close to something, you shouldn't, or else you'll get burned. Yeah. He just vaguely threatens her again. Yeah, um, Allie tells Miles that she's gonna tell Will everything. Tonight, um, before the eclipse. Girl, yeah. why didn't you tell this to him earlier? Yeah, it's already, like, the day of the exactly. game. Exactly! So, um, Allie is watching Will, Allie watches Will, and Will sees 
Lance and Jen kiss before the game in the parking lot whenever everyone's arriving. Yeah, so he drives off. Allie's literally running after him on foot. She chases him on foot! And then Marcus and Mr. Moore are, like, following also after. follow Allie. Yeah. Um, so Will is, like, late to the game, and the team is like, we can't win without Will. Um, Allie follows Will into the forest, and whenever she finds him, she gets pushed by someone. And so she falls, and she tells Will everything. Yeah, she, that he's King Arthur, and then gives another speech. Yeah, and then he's like, you're right, I'm just like King, Ar- King Arthur, like, yeah, not getting she that she's being literal. He thinks that she's speaking in metaphor, and he's like, I'm gonna go win the game. You're the reason the knights are gonna be reunited again. Yeah, and Allie's like, no, you stupid idiot, you are the reincarnated King Arthur, but yeah, he doesn't so get it. Miles had also followed them there, um, and he and Allie are just like, well, I guess we gotta go to the game and not let Will out of our sight. Yeah. So the game started without Will. Will arrives and then all the lights on the field turn off so that everyone can see the eclipse in the meteor shower for five seconds. Yeah. Um, the teammate... Another teammate out on the field lets Will get tackled because he showed up late to the game. Yeah, also, don't they want to win this fucking game? I don't know. Yeah, so Lance starts fighting him and then all the knights start fighting each other. Um, and then they, they get a timeout, but they all go into the locker room, which I don't think is allowed. Yeah, well, I said it's suddenly halftime. I thought, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. So in the locker room, Lance apologizes to Will and compares them to the Knights of the Round, which again, like, we're like, they're the Knights of the Round Table. I mean, they are the Knights and they go to Avalon High, but. I guess. And Will is just like, it's fine, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and then Will gives a speech to everyone about- It's the same speech that Allie gave yeah, to him. Yeah, victory will feel unstoppable, and so now they're all excited, and they're on the team again. Yeah, so they run back out to the field, and Jen stops Will trying to apologize, and Will's just like, I don't care. Have yeah, fun. he's like, it's fine. Um, but then Will's like, oh, I forgot my helmet. So he forgot gonna... his helmet! Yeah. He's a <laughs> fucking football I player! forget your helmet. Oh my That's god. That's like, it's starting to run onto the field, like, without a shoe. <laughs> So he goes back to get his helmet, and now they're all waiting on him, so the game has to start again without yeah, so, him. so, like, he goes back to get his helmet, everyone goes onto the field, two seconds later they run back up, and they're like, where's Will? Everyone's waiting. So Miles and Allie go to find Will, but, and, but they can't find him, and Allie asks Miles to, like, do a vision on command. a vision, and Miles is like, it really hurts, and Allie's like, well, you have to. <laughs> yeah, so, so he does... Yeah, so he gets the, he, like, makes himself see a vision, and he sees that Marco took him into the school theater. So, Allie and Miles find Marco on the ground outside of the theater, and they rush in to find Will inside on the Julius Caesar set. Um, Will says that Marco was trying to warn him, and Allie tells Will again that he's, like, tries to tell Will again that he's King Arthur. Like, it wasn't a metaphor. Yeah, and that's when Mr. Moore appears in the seats. <clears throat> he starts walking up on stage, and he reveals that he is Mordred. He yeah. was Mordred all along. Obviously, Mr. Moore, Mordred. Right. <laughs> Hello, all the other names align. <laughs> Allie Pennington. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, right. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah, and then he starts speaking in a British accent. Yeah, but luckily, uh, Marco runs in and pushes him into the orchestra section off the stage, so... Apparently yeah. they think he's, like, dead, because they just, like, stand there talking. <laughs> yeah, so Marco explains that his dad was in the Order of the Bear, and when he died, Marco swore to continue to continue on. Um, and he was like, I did all these bad things to you because I was trying to get Mr. Moore to trust me, 
and he's and down like, below we can see Mr. Moore like reaching for his cane and like trying yeah. to move as he's as they're talking. Yeah, he's like Allie was right, Will is King Arthur and Miles is Merlin. He apologizes for treating them so poorly, but he had to. And that's when Mr. Moore grabs his cane and it turns into a sword and this armor appears on his body and he like transforms into a complete like medieval Mordred. And he just flies up onto stage. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take care of everyone the old-fashioned way. So Allie pulls a prop sword out of a, a prop stone. Yeah, to go protect Will. To Who is King Will. Arthur? Why did she not hand it to him if she knows that every sword becomes Excalibur right, in King Arthur's this, hand? I remember seeing this in the commercials, and I could like, clearly tell that she wanted to like defend themselves with a fake sword. And I'm like, why... That's well, not gonna work. Yeah, and because she does this, Mordred has a moment to laugh. He's like, oh, that's not gonna protect you. But then... But then... It turns into Excalibur, and he's like, no! Um, Allie, Allie Pennington was Arthur Pendragon all along. Oh my god. She fooled her parents, Mordred and Marco. <laughs> Mr. Moore says it's impossible that Allie could be Arthur, but then they're transported to the medieval beach fight that, scene that from the Allie's beginning of the movie. Allie's been, like, seen this whole time. Yeah, so Allie does get, like, blasted off her horse by Mr. Moore. They're all in, like, full armor. Yeah, luckily she catches Excalibur, and that's whenever Mr. Moore says, King Arthur can't be a girl, and then they battle. Yeah, uh, they go, like, one-on-one, um, Will and the rest of the, t- well, Will and Lancelot are, like, fighting other knights on the beach. Yeah, with Marco, Marco is there. Marlet, or Miles is just kind of watching, and it, it turns out that Mr. Moore has been using Merlin's magic staff, so yeah. Miles, like, says this spell Allie's like, Miles, back. get your staff back, and so he yeah. just does. But Mr. Moore grabs another sword and they fight, but Allie eventually de-swords him and they're transported back to school. Yeah. And so the security card security guard comes in because people aren't supposed to be in there, and Mr. Moore's like, this girl had a weapon and threatened a teacher. Yeah, but Allie's already handed the sword to Miles, and so the police officer, like, security guard comes over, and he's like, you mean this, like, plastic play sword? Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, he is crazy. And then the policeman sees Will, the quarterback, and he's like, shouldn't you be in the game, boy? You get over there now. <laughs> And then just guys being dudes. Yeah, and then they arrest Mr. Moore for just being insane and crazy. He's like trying. I guess. He's like, well, he's very obviously like trying to like endanger these children. Yeah. Um. So Miles's staff turns into a pen, and then Marco like bows at Allie. Yeah. Um. So they're at the game. There's 12 seconds on the clock left. The knights are down by five. In the stand, Allie's parents are like wondering what happened. Like nothing happened. Like what? I guess it wasn't true. Which, I swear to God, if Allie doesn't tell them the thing that they've been waiting their entire lives well, for. Well, and that she's King Arthur? They gave yeah, birth to King they Arthur. they gave birth to King This is literally, well, like, <laughs> oh my God, that's why they know everything about King Arthur, because they gave birth to him. They were his parents. Um, so, uh, Will ends up running, running the ball in for a touchdown. They're going to state. Everyone cheers for Will, but Will- Allie runs onto field, onto the field, like, just one of the people in the stands. I mean, everyone yeah. else does, but- Yeah, they rush the field. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's not uncommon. Well, I don't know. You can't do that at a, a reg- like a national football game. You can do that at college games. Oh, I don't know. I've never been to a college football game. I've been to one football, three football games in my life. They were all high school. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them my brother was playing. Um, um yeah. Will, Will is, like, being held by everyone, but he gets down and, like, runs over to Allie, and they kiss. 
And then we cut to... Like, wait, wait, wait. I, I wrote this down because Will says, wait, if you're the reincarnation of King Arthur, what does that make me? Allie says, my knight in shining armor. I say, a bye king. <laughs> I think that this was King Arthur's lover all along. Was Will? Yeah. <laughs> he has to be someone, one of the knights. Well, listen, I, I'm gonna, I uh, looked up what happens in the book, and I'm gonna get into that. All right. Who is who in the Arthurian <laughs> legend? Yeah, but uh, after that, we have one single scene of, like, all of so, the knights. Everyone's in well, costume. Well, we briefly see them, like, entering the cafeteria, and they sit down at this large round table, like, the same ones that we had in high school. Were we King Arthur and the Knights of the Round table? Yeah. We no, were. we were just obnoxious and annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but then we see they're, like, all in their knight's armor, and Allie's at the head, and then they, like, put, like, put their swords in the middle Everyone has a sword except for Jen. Except for Jen. She's just there. Because she's a woman. <laughs> she's a woman. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. They have a scene of Allie riding her horse at the end for yeah. some reason. <laughs> and then the credits roll. Allie's stunk double. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, in the book, Allie is not King Arthur. Will is King Arthur in the book. Allie Ooh, is... Like a little twist with that. Yeah. Allie... Allie's character is named Ellie, but they obviously changed it so that it would sound more like King Arthur. Like, is Will named Will in the book? Ye yes, but Will is his middle name. His first name is Arthur. Uh, well, of course, his name's Arthur. That's stupid. But yeah, but, okay, so there is Lance and Miles and Jen, and they, were, they didn't Mr. look- Mr. Moore. Mr. Moore, or even Marco, and they didn't look around, and they're like, hmm, Will Wagner or Allie Pennington? <laughs> I mean, I, to be honest, I did not know Arthur's last name either, so <laughs> it would have just been the A and the A, but still, I yeah. made the connection. So Allie's name in the book is Ellie, and she is actually the reincarnation of the Lady in the Lake, who, which is the figure that gives Excalibur to Arthur. Yeah, which, Mr. Moore, like, briefly mentions that as they fight, but yeah. it's not... Which I also didn't look into, because, again, I thought Arthur pulled the sword out of the stone, and that's how he got the sword. Um, Mr. Moore is Merlin and a member of the Order, so he is both Marco and Miles combined. And then, oh, wait, no, he's not Marco. Marco is Mordred, and he is uh, Will's half-brother. I like this version better than what it seems like the book is. Um, Ellie, Ellie in the book was originally, they thought, like, throughout the whole, throughout the whole book that she was Elaine of Astolat, at, who died of unrequited love for Lancelot. That's I've weird. never heard of that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I feel like they could have done so much. Okay, so, like, <laughs> if Ellie is Arthur, then... Like, Jen and Lance mean nothing yeah, to yeah, this reincarnation. Yeah. I wish, I wish they would have put, like, some, like, some more thought into it so that, like, everything sort of had, like, a double entendre. Well, and they could have, they could have done, like, they could have played more into, like, the will Allie relationship and then have Will be disappointed whenever, like, yeah, he finds out that like, his girlfriend is cheating on him. Or, like, maybe, or, like, maybe Lance had a crush on Allie and... So then Will would be or Queen Guinevere. Or Lance and Jen both have a crush on Allie, but yeah. Allie has a crush on Will. <laughs> yeah, like, they could have done so much more, because now, like, Allie being King Arthur, which I do like, I yeah. do like that, but it makes Jen and Lance, like, obsolete, and Will is nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the story's definitely off. I like that they, like, added this twist, but I think it could have been better, could have been better. Yeah. <laughs> done better. It was just lazy. Because... Yeah, well, like, they added the twist, but they didn't do, like, anything to, like, sort of lead up to it. Yeah. But I remember watching this, and I was 
I was like, oh, that was good. That was very good. <laughs> that was literally the part that I turned to where Miles is like, you're King Arthur, Allie. And I was like, oh, that's a nice twist. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't think I was paying full attention, so I don't know if I knew this was going to happen also, or not. Like, in the IMDb description, it's literally like, a girl finds out she's the reincarnation of King Arthur. <laughs> it does, it says something weird. It doesn't say exactly, she finds out about the reincarnation of King oh. Arthur or something. <laughs> so it doesn't give it away, but it basically does. Mm. Yeah. But, like I said, uh, I believe that our king, Will, is a bi-king, <laughs> similar to Motocross. Mm. That's just, that's what I think. Or, are you saying, yeah, okay. <laughs> because I think... So whoever Will well, he's was. Just, he's just a random knight, so yeah. why is he in love with Arthur now? He's I think random, he would have been in he, love with Arthur back in the day. He is the knight. He fell in love with King Arthur. I looked it up. King because, Arthur's homie. Yeah, I looked it up, um, and apparently Mordred killed King Arthur in battle, but then Arthur also killed Mordred in the same battle, so there was nothing else that, like... <laughs> Happened after he mm, found what out. What to say? <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing else that, like, happened after he found out that his wife was cheating on him with his best friend. I mean, he was probably cheating on his wife, too. I... Mm, it's the olden days. With his homie, the knight! Exactly! That's what I'm saying! <laughs> so, I guess... Well, yeah. Yeah. By King Will. <laughs> By King, King Arthur. Pansexual King, King Arthur. Exactly. <laughs> Um, how did you rate and rank this? I gave this a three out of five. I docked it some points for, <laughs> like, okay, I do like King Arthur. Um, I like the legend. Like, I remember, like, learning about it in grade school, and, like, there were things, like, during this movie where I'm like, oh, yes, like, I remember that. Like, I remember, like, Lancelot, I remember Guinevere, I remember Excalibur and Merlin, um, but I did dock it a couple points because of... <laughs> the laziness. <laughs> um, I put it, I gave it a three out of five. I put it number fifty three below Camp Rock two and above going to the mat. I gave this a four out of five because, like I said, I enjoyed it, and I think um, I'm also being generous because, again, the ones that we're getting to are going to be pretty rough from here on out, and I enjoyed <laughs> this one. So I put it at number eighteen. Twitches is above it, and Halloween Town High is below it. But also, like I said, like when I watched this for the first time, I was into my early days of feminism. My you know. <laughs> undeveloped brain of feminism was like, oh my god, it's a girl. Girls can do anything. They can Kelly, be King Arthur. Kelly and I's feminism journeys are drastically different. We ended up in the same place, but they are different. Well, okay, I was always a feminist. I just didn't know that that's what feminism was. I, I was in eighth grade, and me and my friends got annoyed that teachers would come in and be like, I need a big, strong male. Well, yeah. Well, and we'd be like, we're feminists! We want to carry things! Even though, like, we did not have the upper body strength. We all did that without saying we're feminists. We were just uh, like, we, we fuck were definitely, you. like, we're feminists. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what that was until high school, whenever it was, like, flat out explained to me. When so. our teacher was like, would you describe yourself as a feminist? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I enjoyed this movie. Um, next week, we have the Sweet Life movie. I watched this once. I don't remember anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I can't tell you a single thing, but I think we have Debbie Ryan again. That'll so. be fun. Sweet Life. That's it. Bye. Bye.